0: Howdy folks, this is Scott Parker and you're listening to episode 121 of Keep the Dream Flowing, a Woodstock 1969 podcast. It's July, we're just a little bit more than one month away from the 54th anniversary of the Woodstock Music and Art Fair. Uh, Lots of cool stuff happening, those of you who are going to the Iazga Road Reunion Festival that is held every year uh, near the site of the original festival. We are going to be there uh, covering it, and we would be very glad if you would just come up and say hi to us. But in this episode, we have part three and the final part of our very lengthy but very wonderful conversation with Mick Richards he's the director of what I think is the ultimate behind the scenes documentary of the Woodstock old music and art fair it's called Creating Woodstock, and it's available on most streaming platforms, and I believe on YouTube as well. You will definitely want to check this out. Without any further ado, here is part three of our conversation with the great Mick Richards talking, Creating Woodstock, and so much more, right here on Keep the Dream Flowing, a Woodstock 1969 podcast. I have an old working version, and I don't know if you ever broadcast it but an old working version of your documentary from like years ago that somebody gave me.
1: That was the one hour that I'm, I'm not that happy with The one hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the one hour that I'm not that happy with, but who, who aired that? Do you remember? Uh, some, some PBS stations.
0: Yeah. That's all. Okay. It was
1: just, it was, uh, uh, I contacted um, the, the local PBS station to see if they could put me in touch with, you know, the uh, public broadcasting in DC, and DC wasn't wasn't that crazy to, to air it, but some of the other PBS affiliates across the East Coast, or down the East Coast, I should say, um, you know, use it for fundraising. You know, uh, uh, pledge twenty dollars. will give you this this videotape, this VHS. Sure, yeah. Matter of fact, I got a copy of it somewhere here. Oh wait, you got there a There it is right there. There play. it is right there.
0: I'm buying.
1: I'm going. It, I'm going I'm what's that?
0: You wanna, I'll,
1: sell, I'll, I'll send you a copy. I got, I, I got about five copies of that thing laying All around. All right,
0: after we get done with this, I'm, I'm getting your info. Like, <laughs> well, he's 25 you, years old. Like I, I got to come see you. <laughs> Have you got a VHS
1: player? Is the question. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People our age got VHS players.
2: No, I do. Yeah, I, I got a VHS player. There I have days. about four of them. I have a four of them. <laughs> I'm going through. The
3: format old. is actually coming back into style, style oh, for like. Oh, it really? Buffs and stuff like movie yeah. buffs. Wait, are yeah, and you have, that you're still a VHS player? I, I have one, but I don't really use it.
2: I have VHS yeah. players because now I don't use all of them. I have a collection of football games. Going back to nineteen eighty-three and majority. Oh, okay. All right. Thousands. So I have to have VHS.
1: You should digitize them. That's that's yeah, why I, I found this. I've been digitizing
0: Like I'm, you know, that's all day.
1: Sorry. been yeah, digitizing family here. things and yeah. Pardon me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll no. send you a copy of it. I think no, I got a I got a couple of copies laying around, but it's it's better. not it's it's nowhere as informative. <laughs> Or technically savvy, you know. It, it's funny because um, some of the some of the footage that I have, um, you know, there was aside from aside from Carl Simring's video, uh, it was all yeah. super super eight, you know, uh, maybe some sixteen millimeter. And when I was scouring back in the in the mid nineties looking for B roll footage you know this uh-huh. is the stuff this is the stuff i found and it, it you know it it's actually somebody did a um somebody did a review uh of the film and said it, it looked childish because of the the quality of the uh, the b roll that we had the film footage of the crowd but that's all i had i that's you know what i can't was, af- yeah. couldn't afford to pay warner brothers for crowd footage and so i had to go to individuals and you know, pay them a, you know, pay them what their their stuff was worth, to use their home movies, yeah. and uh, that that it's I mean, all the
0: got... better for it. It really is, yeah. Mick. It well, really I, is.
1: I I think aside from the fact that it didn't cost me ten thousand dollars a second, um, there's an <laughs> yeah. there's a there's an air of authenticity uh, to showing people's home movies. And the fact that some of them were willing to just give it to me to to be in the film. And I said, no, no, I got to license it for two reasons. I got to be on this side of the law and I want to pay you for your, you know, pay you for your stuff. And I mean, one guy said, give me 20 bucks. And he gave me 10 minutes worth of footage. Wow. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's that whole Woodstock thing. You know wow. the people. The people when they were eighteen years old are the same when they were thirty-eight. You yeah, know they yeah. still they still hold that Woodstock uh, that that feeling of camaraderie and you know that whole Woodstock Nation thing. Sure. but they were they were willing to give up their home movies, you know, for five bucks, twenty bucks, free. So I, I, I've run into I've run into so many uh, wonderful people like you, people. I mean, yep. this I'm having a time of my life talking to you people <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and actually Absolutely. listening
1: listening to you people as well.
0: Yeah, we oh no, just... one day you're gonna be part of this film. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gotcha. don't worry about it. Well, I'm
1: honored to hand. be on with you, quite honestly. You talk about you talk about the big names. I'm I'm like yeah. if you look at the, the list of names, I'm way, 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 way down at the bottom. But just to be included with you know, John and Chris and A lot of the other people you've spoken with, I'm I'm honored to be on your show. Well, the point is, you are on the list. That's
3: the point.
2: Yeah, That's it. And the thing is, Mick, I have have to be honest with you. When I contacted you, because I had your email, John Morris had given it to me, but... Being the idiot that I am, I lost it and then refound it, so I don't guess I ever lost it, but misplaced it. You said I'm not really worthy about all these people, and I'm like, oh bullshit. <laughs> and, uh, that's what you wrote. You're like, ah, you know, I you did know. write it, and I and I honestly
1: feel that way. I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's like, I if I if I was in the crowd uh, standing at at Cape Kennedy or Cape Canaveral when you yeah. know when a moonshot sure. went off. You know, that's that's all the people who put that that moonshot together. Yeah. The fact that I was there with a camera talking to, you know, talking to somebody from NASA, you know, that's just but but the fact that when when Stan Goldstein said, no, you're you're part of the family now that boy that that meant, you know, that meant a lot to me and spend
4: 25 years of your life dedicated to a subject. 29 yeah to be
1: exact yeah. Yeah. well I, I sent jo- I sent Joel an email a quick email when I heard Michael passed and yeah. I said you know I heard, I heard about Michael's passing and I'm thinking of you right now and Joel wrote back he was a big part of your life and my life
4: mm-hmm. and
1: and boy wow I mean th- that's one of those emails you you do not delete you know and, just the uh, fact I mean, just little things like that, um, you know. And 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 I meant it when I wrote back to you, said that I I don't feel that you know I'm worthy of, well, of uh, we, you know, the respect, honor of talking to you people.
2: We respectfully disagree because you're a you mm, human. You. Part of it. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: someday, someday I'll share. You know, off <laughs> off camera here and off recording. Someday I'll share. Um, you know, a lot of these clips with you, clips yeah. that uh, we didn't have time to show, or or yeah. the transcripts. Wait, Mac, are you on Facebook? No,
0: All I'm right, not on. So any, I'm
1: not on any social media.
0: Jo- Johnny has to give me your email address so I can yeah. find you. No, we have to network. We really that's do. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah and I have you, a great story to tell. Um. You know, Jack knows this story, but the day that I brought um, Joyce Mitchell and Tisha Agri
4: no, to no, this panel no.
0: <laughs> over at Bethel Woods, which back, you back were at, up, back, that back was up was the day, day that we saw back the documentary.
4: The day we went to the documentary, Scott drove Joyce Mitchell and Tisha to the panel. And oh, drove really? Yes. Really? Yep.
0: You should
1: have said, you should have come up and said hello. We didn't know. I didn't know
0: you were there. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) told me you were there. And I got there and, you know, they had, you know, they were taking Joyce and Tisha in the back of the, uh, in the back of the museum, like back out by the pavilion. Mm -hmm. And, and they just said, well, you can come out here, you know, like come out here and just hang out with them. And there was John Morris and mm-hmm. Chris Langhart. Yeah, we are all sitting there talking. Yeah, Bill Belmont and all that yep. stuff. And I just sat at the back of the table and watched these guys, like, reunite and all that stuff. And then John Morris said to me, who are you? Get over here. And I just, <laughs> just went <laughs> up and sat next to him. It was, like, one of the great moments of my life. It really was.
1: Well, John, it's, it's funny, John he had some business here, uh, years ago. And, uh, he said, I'm flying into Albany. And he said, let's have dinner. I said, dinner, hell coming to the house. You're staying with me. Yeah. And, and, you know, so he, we cooked for him and, uh, and he's, you know, he spent the night and we took him to the airport the next day. So, uh, I mean, I love John to death. Absolutely. Love John to death. Wow. He
0: is but, he's an absolute blessing, you know. Yeah. You know, but, like, uh, and,
1: and it's funny, Joyce we, Joyce, uh we got a we got a lot of interesting things that I'd like to share with, with you people uh, someday that she was talking about because she was oh there's a story and she didn't tell me this, but it was uh Joel about their office and how uh Artie was Artie was kind of Sent away, yep, to to spend time at the not the production office but the you know the the uptown office, yep. And he and he brought in somebody to build his office, and the you've got to hear the way Joel describes it. He describes it as these multi layers of steps going down and diaphanous curtains with all this back. Ethereal lighting and Joel. I I I don't do, I don't do uh, justice to it. But Joel is explaining how Artie's office was kind of this this Buddhist Buddhist um, sauna type vibe, and he said, and it was all designed for you to focus on the desk <laughs> and Artie. He goes, well, not Artie, the desk because Artie normally wasn't there. And he te- he tells his story, and and to hear him describe Artie's office, and then I got to talk to Joyce Mitchell about it, and uh, and she said, well, there was there was a lot of other things going on at our office that uh, people were just walking in with with ten and twelve new televisions, and they were setting they were spending money on televisions and uh, you know all kinds of stuff that that. Had nothing to do with the festival, and they just kept spending money and spending money. And people would well, come of in. People would come in looking for, um, you know, a job, who had no experience doing any any type of clerical work or anything. Mm-hmm. And apparently, uh, the dress code was very <laughs> loose in that office. Uh, Joyce was telling me to the point where there there was some nudity it, from time to time but and she goes she goes into this big long thing about how she met Joe Cocker and you know it's just these little stories that I wish that I could wish that I could have put into the film but
4: you know the- well that that's one of the reasons why we started this podcast is to capture all the stories yeah because there's you know everybody hears you know the bit some of the big names interviewed yeah you hear mm-hmm i mean michael lang wrote a book about his story you've heard his story all the time you hear graham nash interviewed about it you hear sebastian interviewed about it but there are half a million people who are in the crowd and yep. you know people people know carlos santana and you talked about michael shreve before but even though he was the drummer and he's in the rock and roll hall of fame people don't know michael shreve and he doesn't right. get interviewed all that often
1: right well, Arlo uh, and, Guthrie. Arlo Guthrie, we, we tracked down. He was living in a in a uh, rehab church. Yeah. In, uh, oh yeah. In, in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts. Yeah. In Massachusetts. Yep. And um, and if and where he's sitting is on the altar, the the old altar altar yeah. of the church. If you look in the in the film, yep. and he he told the story, which I wanted to use in the film, but for time constraints, I couldn't. That he was so. He was so out of it that when he walked on the stage and and you know about the turntable on the stage right sure how, how the design was he set up one band on the back yeah. and they turned around but it was too heavy the casters uh, chip was the talking break, about how the,
4: broke it <laughs> yeah and the, yeah yeah but and, the arlo arlo was on friday which and it was still broken
0: yeah but throughout.
1: but arlo was talking about the fact that there was this this dip in the stage, and as as he was walking on stage to go play, and he's stoned out of his mind, and he says it, he says, I fell into this hole, and to to hear Arlo describe it is hysterical, I fell into this hole, and then I started coming up through the molecular structure of the wood, (laughs) <laughs> and he's and and he's he says and i could see all the wood and the molecules and and he says i came up on the other side of this hole and uh and i looked out and uh, at this crowd and i said holy shit you know and and uh but to talk the way he tells that story that he fell into this hole and came up through the molecular structure of the stage is just you know little things that
4: i think he's gonna be i think of. he's gonna be at the egg in april
1: Oh, is he really? No, yeah, I think so. And it was, you know, it was uh, probably not a seminal point in his career, but it was a,
4: an important point in his career.
1: It was. It was. Yeah. We,
4: we had uh, Bob Arkin, his bass player on. Oh, did you really? Yeah.
1: And, and you know, he's another one. We, we wanted to use um, coming into Los Angeles in the film, which is in the film, and we approached him and, you know, said, could we license this? And he was very, very accommodating on it. He says, you know, I'm I'm glad to help out. This is what I mean. It's just, you know, very few people gave us a hard time about anything. Um, You know, and the ones that did, so what? But uh, pretty much everybody was just very, very helpful with it, which probably saved me a lot of money.
4: Yeah, no, (laughs) I mean... They're, they're most of the people that we've run into either through collect, you know, as Johnny mentioned that he collects I collect too. but most of the people that we've run into have just been super sweet people. Not everybody is, but most of the people are. We had one David guest Crosby. on. The, well we had one guest on the podcast who may have been we had technical issues, we had other issues, but wasn't exactly the best interview we've ever had and i
0: think i know her, what you're talking
4: about yeah but he, he might you know i don't know in another situation if the if that person would be a good person or a bad person or it just was not his day or her day well i i i
1: have to i have to turn negative here for just a brief second um and his name will lose me right now but uh he um taking Woodstock spot his parents own the the motel Elliot, oh,
4: Elliot, Tiber yeah. Elliot Elliot, yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Elliot Tiber yeah I was telling you about the uh the showing of Michael Wadley's film well Elliot Elliot found himself on on the panel after the after the film and was really not invited from what I understand talking to Stan Goldstein. and pretty and pretty much took over the panel
0: um that's elliot yeah
1: and i was offended by that personally offended by it because he was saying things well if it wasn't for me you know this film would have been done and these guys wouldn't be sitting up here and not not to speak negative of the dead but um i i refuse to interview him
4: okay uh
1: just because just just because i I think
0: that's fair. I mean, I think Elliot was a lovely man. Do I believe what is in the movie? No. Do I believe what is in the book? Even less. You know, that's kind of the way I look at it. It,
4: it, It just, it seemed a little convenient that the people he hung out with in the 60s.
0: Happened to be.
4: Happened to be dead by the time he wrote his book and he could write whatever he wants about these people and they Fair couldn't refute it.
1: Well, Mel Lawrence, Mel Lawrence uh, told me about the phone call that, that the, uh, yeah. that he got, Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, from, from Tiber, from Tyber, Tiber and uh, that he and uh, he and Stan went up there immediately. And there's that whole, the whole story in our film about, yeah. you know, and, and, and it's funny because, They have since demolished the El uh, El Monaco Monaco. Hotel, Monaco, 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 whatever. But we were there and I've got and it's in the film. I've got footage. That's the actual hotel in our film. That's that's the actual El Monaco Hotel. That's
0: how I knew when I first went to Bethel. Your the the original one hour film is how I knew what that hotel was and the space was.
1: We actually went down behind it, down into that swampy area that that. Yeah. (laughs) That yep, Mel yep. talks about. We we shot that swampy area.
0: Oh, it's totally yeah, it's totally there. It's still there. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, but the 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 hotel's long gone, right? As 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 is Elliot. Yep. So, but I, I didn't think he added anything to it. Quite honestly, um, you know, everyone knows the story. He made a phone call, and and uh, that was an important phone call, to say the least. But it got the guys up into Sullivan County, and uh, and according to Mel, it was a um, he calls it a fixer, kind of like a, a real estate broker or something. Yeah, who introduced yeah, him to yeah, sure. uh, introduce to Max. Max. But and, it was his,
4: per- but it was his permit, though.
1: Yes, it was his permit. Correct. It was. But they they were also um, they were also trying to uh, take the permit away. And I I forget the story, and I think Mel told it to me. But this is where um, Max's friends in high places, uh, you know, got involved uh, because some of the some of the townspeople were were trying to rescind that permit. Oh, they tried,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. If
4: if if they had more time, they might have they might have rescinded it.
1: And John John Roberts said that too. Yeah. And he also talked. Yeah. John Roberts talked about the uh, the local law and wall kill. He said, if, he said it was it was very. it was not legally written, but very well written to prevent them from having uh, the festival. And he said, if we had you know ten million dollars in ten years, he said we we could have bought it and and won. He said, but if we wanted
4: to have a festival, we had to look somewhere else. Yeah, the the yeah. I think the, the law and wall kill was kind of like. <laughs> Yeah, four guys named Rosenman, Roberts, Lang, and uh, and Cornfeld Kornfeld can't put on a festival in Sullivan County or in Walkill.
5: I don't know if yeah, I guess these are on. Right?
1: Up more, please. Up
3: more Five, Bill. Six
6: louder, please. Six louder.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Arlo Guthrie.
6: From London, from over the pole Flying in a big airliner, oh, A hot chicken flying everywhere around the plane. Could we ever feel much finer Coming into Los Angeles Bringing in a couple of keys Don't touch my bags if you please Mr. Customs man Ticket to Mexico No it couldn't look much stranger Walking in a hall with his things and all Smiling said he was a lone ranger Coming into Los Angeles Bringing in a couple of keys Don't touch my bags if you please Mr. Customs man man Yeah, it's far out, man I don't know if you, I don't know uh, Like how many of you can dig how many people there are, man Like I was rapping to the fuzz <laughs> Right, can you dig it? Man, there's supposed to be a million and a half people here by tonight. Can you dig that? New York State Thruway is closed, man. A <laughs> yeah. Yeah. lot of freaks. <laughs>
5: <laughs> far out.
1: We got drunk. <laughs> you know, there has been conflicting stories about the Wallkill site, how how far along they were, because if I, I talked to Mel, and, and Mel said that they yeah. were just start, just starting to, to build the infrastructure. But then uh, Chip said that, yeah. no, no, there was actually a
4: sage. Langhart Lang, Lang says, absolutely not. There was almost nothing done. Didn't I, we I, ask
0: I, him about that, Jack?
4: We did. We did. We did uh, talk to Langhart about it, and he said, "Don't yeah. believe the hype. It, it was nothing and nothing. It was no big deal." Yeah, it's you know, weird
0: because if you, you know, if you're going to believe anybody, you'd want to believe either Langhart or Chip, and yeah. you know they have two conflicting <laughs> memories of this. So you know,
4: yeah, but every but everybody has conflicting memories of it, which made it so hard until. The internet and even afterwards. I mean, most of the books yeah. get something wrong. Yeah, some get, to, some sorry, get more ahead. than others wrong. But I mean, I love, is I love, I love Joel McCawer's book, but he gets a lot of stuff wrong. Have Have
1: you had the opportunity to speak with um Josh White? Not yet. Well, I did. No, from, yeah, from what Johnny, I understand, Johnny Josh won't talk about, about Woodstock.
2: Yeah, yeah, he. Yeah, I told you, Mick, that he would do the show, but he didn't want to talk about Woodstock. He was all talked, talked out. And you you told me, you told me why, but I'll let you.
1: Well, the the story again, it's, it's uh, um, Bill Belmont's sense of humor. Um, He said, he said, the reason there was no light show, no Joshua light show Mm -hmm. was when they, when they hung the, and this is coming from Belmont. They when they hung the screen, and the wind would pick up. The screen would act as a spinnaker, a on sail a, on a on a ship, a sail. Yep. And he said you could actually feel the stage lift when when you know the yeah. this wind got strong enough. He said so. What they did is they sent some guys up on on ropes to cut slits in the. in In the screen screen. to to spill some of the wind he said but it was the slits weren't sewn up so after after a little while the wind blowing through that ripped the the screen to shreds to the point where well maybe not the shreds but ripped the screen enough that it it wasn't going to do anybody any good so they had to take it down And and that's that's the story from Bill Belmont. That's why there was no Joshua Light show there. I mean, they were they were prepared. We we um, licensed some footage from Amelie Rothschild uh, because she was close to them. She was you know, she worked. I think she she was somehow affiliated with the with the Fillmore and she knew Josh. So she has film of them setting up, which she was nice enough to license to us uh, for our for our, our film. And you can see some of the shots of the of uh, Josh Josh's people bringing the um, the containers up the stairs on the onto the platform on the back of the stage that yep. they had built for the light show, and then to have nothing to project the light show on, you know, if I was Josh, I'd be pissed too, you know.
4: Yeah, uh, we we uh, had uh, Mark Rubenstein of the Pig Light Show on the show, and he was friends with Josh White. And he was up there to visit Josh White. Um, I met one of the guys who was on Josh White's crew and he was actually at that uh, event at Bethelwoods that where your movie premiered. And I talked to him a little bit, but he was Oh, already, I didn't
1: know that.
4: Yeah, he was wearing, I think, his Woodstocks you know, t-shirt. Oh, was that Mark was, there? was he no, there? Mark, Mark wasn't there. I'm talking about a guy named Lee Airman. Airman oh, or something okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. And I met him a couple of weeks later at um, Diltz and Lang. Put out a coffee table book for the fiftieth uh, anniversary, and they did a um, signing at uh, Diltz's gallery in the city, uh, Morrison Gallery, which mm. Morrison Hotel Gallery, which is a fine gallery, and they oh, yeah. have fine products. And if you're in New York, Los Angeles, or Hawaii, or they also have a website. Check it out if you want to buy some, you know, rock fo- photographs. Sure.
1: Yeah, but I, I understand Josh is a great guy, but, and I can understand why, you know, he's all talked out on, but I, he's one of the guys I, I really would have liked to have interviewed. Yeah. I, I may, I may reach out to him one of these days. Uh, you know, I'm not stopping. I'm retired now. I became an old man real quick. Uh, <laughs> sooner, sooner, sooner than what did Mickey Mantle say? If I knew I was going to live this long, I'd have taken better care of myself. But pretty sure I, you're younger than me.
0: Uh, Seventy-one. Oh, uh, I'm fifty-one, but you know we're close enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, but, uh, what you I so much to you look better than I do. Than
4: that you're younger than that now. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I want to continue collecting interviews. Because okay. there's a lot of other people out there, and Josh is one of them. I, I think Josh's story is very important.
4: What What are you uh, going to do with you? What are you going to do with the future interviews? Just to have them. Okay. I,
1: I just I don't mean just to have them, just for me to have them. But I think it's important. Um, you know, my my father was a World War II veteran and was was intimately involved in the invasion of Italy, and wow. I never really? sat down with him. Uh, yeah, the invasion of Italy took place, I think, two weeks before D-Day. It was just as bad from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was and I never sat down with my dad to hear his, to record his war stories. So I, I think, you know, with the passing of Michael and the passing of Leslie West and and uh, one of these days, the immemorium at the end of my film is going to be longer than the film. Yeah. And, yep. uh, and what I want to do is I, I want to record these interviews of of uh, some of the important people. Steve Cohen is one that I wish that yeah. I uh was able to have, you know spoken with um and th- there's still some out there if the younger
4: ones are still out there it, 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 if if you want an outlet for for your interviews we could make you a special correspondent for the podcast
2: <laughs> yeah I'd love to do that actually
0: that's great Jack.
2: Yeah. yeah, I have, mean, I was just gonna say I have emails. We all do, but I have emails and numbers from like twenty years
4: ago Yeah, but he's he's got them too.
1: And he, oh yeah, and we he,
4: gotta
0: talk, Mick. We gotta talk.
1: Well, before Stan passed away, he sent me a um, a PowerPoint uh, with five hundred names and yep. contact information. Of yeah. um, I mean, to the to the. Most inconsequential ditch digger who worked on Langhart's crew. He's got his, you know, his phone number and email address and everything else. And I, I've got a copy of that. That uh, I don't know how. I mean, this he sent me this thing what 15 years ago, so I don't know how up to date they are. but I'd be happy to share them with you.
4: Yeah. Okay. Well, but I, well, that that, would, what I want to do that, that would be great. But like I said, we're happy to have you as a special correspondent. Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, now grab the old retired guy. Whatever Brad it is, old- I mean, we, I, I think we're I think we're maxed out on co-hosts, but we could definitely have you <laughs> as a special because we, we got we got we got five. You know, it, 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 it's kind of like one. The oh, there's, there's another
1: there's another person behind you
0: there.
4: Yeah. Oh, is that Hi.
0: is that is that your daughter, Brenda <laughs> Yeah, she's one of them.
3: <laughs> I'm like a. Woodstock wannabe.
1: <laughs> uh, me too. Don't worry. I I'm was obviously
3: not born anytime close, but I feel very awesome when well, I'm you there.
1: Didn't, you didn't miss anything.
3: Sure, I did. <laughs> sure, I did.
1: <laughs> just trying try to make it feel better.
3: And I well, feel really good every time I go. I sing with Scott and his band.
0: Yeah, Maybe. Albert Gerald's when, yes. when they do the Yasgar Road thing. It's very oh,
3: really? cool. I do very that. very
0: cool. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Aaron and Jim come up and sing with us next year <laughs> or this year. <laughs> Aaron, if well, you need you if you need
1: a drummer, you need a drummer. Let me know. Oh, do you
0: have? A, do you play? Oh yeah, playing since
1: I was that. five years old.
0: Wow. Really?
4: You yeah. may have to come to Yasker's farm this summer.
3: I think my I son like is coming
4: yeah. up this year, yeah. too. There, there, there's a big drum circle at, during the yes. weekend.
1: Yes. Well, it's funny. My my father was a drummer, mm. uh, and I'm a drummer, and I have two sons that are drummers. My and, son is a
3: drummer.
1: Yeah, and and both of my sons were in town over Christmas, so we set up three sets of drums in my living room, my father's old Ludwig's from 1946, my 1970 Rogers. Wow! And my, wow. Son, my, and my other son's got an electronic set, and we we had a drum circle for, for three hours, just the three of us. And nice. it, oh you, that's you your man. neighbors must yeah. love you. Uh, I live next door to seven nuns, Catholic nuns. So. <laughs>
4: okay. Oh, <laughs>
3: well, they did love you.
1: Yeah, speaking, they're great speaking,
4: people. Speaking they enjoyed of the, of that. The we the even had drum, Sister Suzanne Bunn on the show, who gave the really sign in
1: the movie.
0: I really do. There's a there's a
1: yeah. directory next to me.
0: Oh no. You have to come to Yaskers this year. Sure. I yeah. mean, Jim will be there or adjacent I'll be there. to it. You, we're trying to there. get Aaron. We're trying to get Johnny.
4: Trying, Jack we're, always we're comes tri- along. And we're trying to get uh, Sweetwater to, re- to reconvene for... Uh... I did actually try to yes. get
0: them to <laughs> agree to it.
4: Yeah, I know. I saw that.
0: Yeah, Gerald said, "Give them whatever they want." So you know.
1: Well, sweet. I I, I always get confused in this. Was the Incredible String Band or Sweetwater that went on uh, early
2: Butter, Friday? Sweetwater. Sweetwater. Sweetwater went
4: on on Friday. The Incredible yeah. String Band. Right. Played Saturday, on Saturday, Saturday after evening. giving up their yeah. spot to Melanie. Yeah, you think on Friday you think night? I would know
1: these things. But I, I I reached out to Don't the, worry about uh, it. <laughs> I reached out to the singer.
4: Nancy Nevins,
1: uh, yes, the the young lady, and yeah. uh, and she she, in with exclamation points, said we were the first band to play at Woodstock. They yep.
4: were, yeah,
1: they were, they were,
4: and they're and yeah, they're very they proud were. of it, and they're great people. We had uh, Nancy, Alex, and Fred. On the only surviving member that won't talk to us is um, Pete Cobian. And he doesn't want to talk to anybody. Who wants nothing to do with Woodstock because he yeah. Had, he we doesn't... blame Johnny. Sorry, Johnny.
1: <laughs> uh, well, Richie Richie Havens' bass player got caught in the traffic jam. Yep, yeah,
2: that's, 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 that's we,
4: what just there. Yeah. <coughs> we actually just interviewed Eric Oxendon. Yeah,
2: oh, early Did in you? the month. Mu- yeah, early in the month. Early in the month. Yeah,
4: yeah
1: his, epi- said, his episode two thirds of a
4: band. Yeah, his episode yeah. will uh, appear probably before this one.
1: Yeah, yeah Johnny, he said.
4: He said, I, you know, we went out. and We kidding had two
0: about the thing. What? He said we what? had two thirds of a band. I had to go on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> hey Johnny, I was kidding about the uh, the other thing there. No, Alex told me he didn't want any. Alex Del Zopo, who's a member of Sweetwater, original member. He he, Cobian didn't want anything to do with the band before I even met him in two thousand one. Well. Oh. When the movie came out in '99 with Sweetwater, he didn't want anything. I didn't even know Alex then. I didn't know.
1: Well, you, you realize that, um, Porky Lang has got a, um, has got a gold record. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: but or Woodstock too.
1: Yep. Yeah. But, but he didn't play it with stock. Yeah. He did not.
4: <laughs> no, but, he, but he, 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 according to one of his books, he, um, Play drums he, on recording. He, he, he played the drums drum on ten years he played drum he played drums for ten years after because yeah. some of their or at least he dubbed the drums for ten years after right, because right. not all of their music came through in the master recording.
5: You mean?
1: Well, and that's John Morris said that the reason that uh, he said that Janis Joplin's performance is is so, um, you know, re—I forget the term that he used—but he uh, said that uh, Eddie Kramer fell asleep, yeah, on the on the sound on the soundboard during Janis's performance. Not so. He, said, oh, he said he said it. He said it's so reconstituted because uh, Eddie Kramer fell asleep. But I did talk. To, I I I was at a uh, I was at an event out in Massachusetts about, about two months ago for for Bill Hanley. And I asked Hanley about that. And Hanley said, no, he said, you know, the recording wasn't that bad. yeah But supposedly Eddie Kramer, you know, went without sleep for three days.
4: Yeah, yeah no. po- possibly. Although there was way. another guy in the booth with Eddie Kramer. I forget the guy's name. And we, we've we uh, uh, and Scott's good friends with Andy Sachs who, uh, did the thirty nine uh, CD back to the garden? Yeah, mm-hmm. Andy
1: was. Andy was at the at the showing at the. Uh, was at the museum.
0: I can't yes. believe I didn't meet you. I was there. We were I was there. sitting right next I to Andy. It.
1: I was sitting next to Andy during the. Were you really? Yep. Andy was on the left side.
0: How could I uh, not have met facing you? Face
1: in the screen. Yeah.
0: She was there too. I was there. Scott. Unpre- Michelle was there.
1: Yeah. I'm, I, yeah.
4: There I'm was very, a. There's a was that the day we took the picture with Andy and Wade, Scott? And Aaron yes, Stenger? That's the day. Yep. Yeah.
1: I, I'm a very forgettable person, so I'm not surprised. We were yeah. there
4: and you Obviously, didn't need right, us. Right. So we could put the fault on you, Mick. That's, you that's, <laughs> that's right. I've been married, I've
1: been married almost 50 years. I'm used to that.
3: God
1: bless you. <laughs> <laughs> no. but this this has been wonderful. I I you know, I don't know what else um I can, you know, talk to you about. I mean, no,
0: uh, that's- oh no, say- we're gonna talk, but we'll we'll talk offline or whatever. And if,
4: you, and if you think of other stuff, you are more than welcome to come back. And yes. we, we are offering you special correspondence status. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> do I uh, we'll, we get a per diem for that? Or yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, you, yeah. you well, get, we're, you we're get paid. Double what we get paid, which is nothing. <laughs> we should I'll, make it we should
2: make a triple then.
4: Like, we can we can I'm do sorry. that or played, or, 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 or Stanley would you or as Stanley of Marvel Comics fame, you say you get a Marvel No Prize.
1: Yeah, well I can't work I can't work for that. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> Nor can I, we I,
1: I can't charge that much. Well, uh, what I will do—I hope this is going to be edited because a lot of what I said is boring oh. as we, we
4: do, it, we do, it we do be, edit it. It's not because
0: it's boring.
4: We oh. do edit it. We do add music to it. We're probably going to break this up into at least two or maybe three slices. Probably, and, three. We'll, we'll, and we'll let you know when it drops.
1: But I yeah. do want to—I I do want to continue doing interviews because I think it's important to get these stories for. For, and I know this sounds very grandiose, and I don't mean it to, but for future generations, if if future yep. generations are amen are still into Woodstock or still know about Woodstock, I was right. actually watching a TV show the other day, and and they brought up Woodstock, and uh, and I don't
4: know why they brought up Woodstock, but Charles Schultz thought enough of it to name a character after the That's festival. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so they, it, yeah. It, it still comes up it's still fresh and we, present it, and you know, and you the, know that's it, a cat bird right yes yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not a dove like everybody thinks it's a cat bird catbird. <laughs> um and we're only five people so we can only rec- and we can only record so much on our own but if you want to go out and do interviews you got a place you got a forum for them i appreciate that if, if there's you know if
1: there's people that you think
4: are important
1: and we think every um, we, should... we
4: think every we think everybody's important.
1: No, I mean, I would like to pass their names along. You know, I like. We, yeah, right.
4: no, no, please do.
1: I'd love I to mean, record you know. some interviews.
4: Yes,
2: I will be contacting you soon, Mick. Maybe tomorrow, because I need great. I need to correspond with you on some people. Because a lot of people that you've mentioned, I've contacted that I haven't heard anything. And maybe I can give you some names that maybe you haven't contacted. Who knows? Well,
1: I mean, there's there's lots. Of, I mean, uh, Joe McDonald. I want to sit down with Joe. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, no. <laughs> yep. There you go. You know, I, I'd love. To, believe it or not, you know, reaching for the stars. I tried to reach out to Townsend. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I, right. I would I, I would love to I would love to talk. I wanted to talk to Manzarek uh yeah
4: well we yeah, want to but, talk to we we'd love to talk to densmore because he was there he well, was, krieger, there, was yeah.
1: krieger was there as well from what i understand john bill belmont said that krieger was on stage uh, well we know, we know from-
4: densmore we know densmore was on stage during the uh rainstorm jam yeah he was on yeah. stage
0: during cocker like there's footage of him dancing
4: yeah
1: hell's angels were there yep uh
4: and uh one Steven Talarico, who changes later, changed his name to uh Steven Tyler, was there. And uh, oh was he really? We, yeah, oh, Debbie yeah. Harry. Debbie Harry was there. Because already, already talked about... yeah. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Billy Bill Joel
0: was there.
3: Was there. What is there? was also there. Really? A blonde. Who,
0: who was?
4: Oh yeah, Chris Stein was there.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Chris Stein. Yeah. Yep.
1: But Artie told me that he had to give backstage passes to the Hells Angels.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have much choice. <laughs> no.
1: No. And he he also he also uh Artie told me about his meeting with uh with Ruben and
2: uh Yeah, yeah.
1: What's his yep. name at the at the village gate?
2: Hoffman, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and they tried to extort ten thousand dollars
4: out of him. Yeah, yeah. And, and he heard, we've heard that story. It may have been from Artie himself. We have him on and we probably should have him back. But yeah, I mean. well,
0: see what yeah. see what happened to Abby though for trying to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, uh there is footage of him, from what I understand, of, of uh, Hoffman getting kicked off the stage by Townsend. Oh, really? And I and I think uh the fellow who shot the video, uh, Carl Summering, may have it, but I, I understand there is one clip of that somewhere.
4: We've, I've heard yep. the audio of it. I've never seen the video of it. I've never seen pictures of it. Uh, it comes up a lot on the podcast, as does the Ferris wheel at the top of the hill. Ferris wheel at the top of the hill. There,
1: there was, a was a Ferris, ferris wheel. There Guess was a there Ferris was.
4: wheel behind mm-hmm. the Food for Love uh, concession. Kind of like where, almost where the museum is now.
0: There
1: was a Ferris wheel. I didn't know there was a Ferris wheel up there. Oh, yeah. Where?
0: For real, there was. Yeah. Uh, There's evidence.
1: I know there were all the all the uh, there were there were probably a half a dozen uh, trailers, you know, tractor trailers yeah. up by up by the concession stands, because when it started to rain, I mean, really rain. And I'm from upstate New York. I, I recognized those thunderstorms. Mm-hmm. Right. I went and got I went and got under one of those trailers and I still got wet because the rain was coming sideways.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was cra- It was crazy rain.
1: Well, John, John, and and there's a couple of a couple of other things. And uh, John was talking about John Morris was talking about the fact that uh, uh, just before that thunderstorm, they were bringing they were trying to get in uh, fire trucks to hose down the crowd. Yes, uh, it, was, it was so yeah. hot and oppressive that humidity that upstate That's New York true. humidity. He said they were trying to get fire trucks in there to hose down the crowd and uh and then the then the storm blew through and we all know you yeah. know what happened there
4: yeah, so. everybody got everybody got cold cooled down
1: yeah well yeah yeah and and i mean uh, uh mel both mel and and um stan chip yeah give chip, give man. kudos to that storm yeah, yeah. he says because it brought everyone together as as oh, Bell absolutely. says, everyone was wet, everyone was cold, everyone was was tired. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, everyone was together.
4: And, yeah, it's it's kind of like I mean it was a natural disaster. I don't know if it was after the Friday storm or after the Sunday storm, but you know, it's kind of like in the days after 9-11, everybody was just kinder to each other because we all mm-hmm. we're all going right. through something. I think and so. No, yeah, and, nobody, and nobody and nobody and nobody okay. had any food. You know, they were all wet, cold, and well, they were just me, there on a field, and everybody was just nice to each other that weekend.
1: This is something I, I, I just I forgot until just now. You know, all of the talk about was there three hundred thousand, were there four hundred thousand, were there five hundred thousand? You know, and obviously you couldn't you couldn't fit half a million kids on Yasger's field, but you know, the, the for miles around the surrounding area you know there were people were tenting and and when Absolutely. we interviewed and when we yep. interviewed and this is another reason why it took 25 years i tracked down the head of the uh, uh the head of the new york state police at that time and we interviewed him and he's in the film very briefly when they're right. talking about the traffic jams yes um, yep The uh d francisco right. um yep. i can't remember his first name but they uh, some of that footage was given to me. Some of the the aerial photography was was given to me by uh, the New York State Police from their archives. That's footage that they shot on sixteen millimeter uh, when their helicopters really? were flying around. Yeah, all that all that aerial footage that you see of the of the traffic jams that's all state police footage that oh, that wow. they were nice enough to license to me for a dollar. <laughs> um and we wow. we we tracked down uh, Mr D Francisco and I asked him and it's not in the film but I have the interview and I said so were there 200 300 400 500 how many thousand people were there and what they did after the festival uh a lot of this footage was used for training purposes right yeah. and and what they did is they created a grid, and they do it now with concerts to, to see how many people were at a concert uh-huh. and this this was very early on they took they took all this footage that they had shot and they they created a grid to try to determine how many people were actually there and the yeah. number was very close to half a million so yeah. so these, these or, naysay- or, or
4: or 26 as Trey Anastasio says. Yeah, I know 26 <laughs> people,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> well, the, the the naysayers that say oh they, there was only you know two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand people. Uh the the former you know the former chief of the New York State Police at that time uh tells me there was close to half a million people. When all is said and done, not at, not mm-hmm. specifically on Yasker's field. In the field. Yeah. And the field and the surrounding area. So uh, when, yeah, when somebody. The
4: campgrounds and the Bindi Bazaar. Yeah. yeah. The, when somebody in the
1: says, Pond. When somebody says to me, no, there really wasn't half a million people. I said, well, I have it on good authority that that there was.
2: Yeah, there was. There yeah. had.
1: Yeah. And and the funny and the stories that De Francisco told me. Ah, uh, the backstories of uh, you know, the police and and uh, what their role was in it, and so on. One of these days, you know, i I would like to just put you know, put all these stories together and in, in some kind of, even if it's in book form, from the transcripts that I have. but that's been done by Macauur, so I don't know
0: let let me help you, Mick. Let me help you.
4: <laughs> well, 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 there is there is a podcast that uh that does Once this Woodstock that does this stuff you know <laughs> <laughs> but hey my battery's
0: do. about to die if it dies yeah. then uh Mick we have to hook up outside of this
4: you got uh, d- his his phone numbers in the uh text chain
1: okay okay i'll send okay. you a text feel free i'd love i'd love to talk to you. i mean
0: you're doing you're,
3: Albany on our way to on our way to lake george
0: yeah there's a there's a great place with great hot dogs <laughs> so you where's it? In Albany. I can't remember. It's somewhere downtown. In Albany, over by the egg, but it's like this incredible. Like I don't know why the you know the hot dog is a hot dog, but for some reason this t- stood out for me.
4: Well, see,
0: <laughs> no, I don't get this physique by not eating hot dogs, folks. <laughs> for those of you, who don't <laughs> I mean, know.
4: There, there there are some good wing joints in Albany. That much I know. And okay. you go to you go to Lake George, do you?
3: Yes. Yeah my favorite
4: yeah. place to vacation well, well we, I, we 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 can meet up in albany and then head over take a slight detour to uh pittsfield and uh hang out with uh mick
1: i'm five I'm minutes there. i'm five minutes from the the hey, end of the northway the interchange do
3: you, mick do you, Are you? Do you ever yes. march the saint patrick's day parade or go to it
1: no they won't let me oh. in I'm a, I'm, a Patrick's parade I'm a Protestant parade
3: Irish
4: ever. I'm a I'm Protestant day, Irish. They the St. Saint Patrick's will me I... Day Parade in Albany pales in comparison. I don't to know. Pittsfield's my the favorite. One, the one in Pearl River, New York, is the second largest St. Patrick's Day Parade in New York State. It's one of the largest in the nation. Wow. And, you know, there, there's more. There's a higher concentration of Irish people or people of Irish descent. In Pearl River, New York, than anywhere outside of Dublin.
1: And mm-hmm. Half of them are police officers.
4: <laughs> well, th- that goes without saying. There's a lot of policemen, some firemen, and other civil servants. But a huh. lot of Irish people in Pearl River, New York. Yeah, Aaron. Jim is our Jim is
0: our uh, Irish correspondent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I do have a Aaron.
3: Yep. Well, I do have some. Oh wait, Irish are you services. are you Irish? Oh Me?
0: yeah, I with a name like you know. Erin Sheer. Sheer. Okay, yes.
3: <laughs>
0: sure, sure. I, is I'm right. just, my mother's just...
3: so my last name is actually Austrian, but my mother's maiden name was Tobin. So,
0: oh uh, okay.
1: Well, my my grandmother's was a Murphy.
3: Oh. They got, thro- they got thrown
1: out of Ireland. You got to be bad to get thrown out of Ireland, but they got thrown out of Ireland. <laughs> Yeah. he was a protestant a that's 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 why they don't let me at any saint patrick's day parades i wear orange on saint patrick's day <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just to piss people off i'm curious Err, what is what is your um you're the rose among the thorns here uh, <laughs> what, what is, everybody what is always your, says that what is your affiliation <laughs> with these fine gentlemen
3: Uh, so, uh, basically, uh, last summer I interviewed three of these guys for WJFF and just, I had a couple of ideas for guests, uh, a few ideas for guests. I'm working on a few. I've had at least one and I basically decided to stick around and they love having her.
4: Yeah. She, she, she's the, uh, fide journalist in the group. There you yeah, she's the actual she, journalist. She, she, she. Um. Although Jim is
0: also an actual journalist, if you think about it,
2: I'm not sure.
4: <laughs> she, <laughs> well, yeah, Jim, Jim
0: works it, with NPR. So, yeah,
4: Erin works for NPR. Jim journals, so yeah. he's journal-ish.
3: <laughs> journal-ish. Okay.
0: And I'm,
4: well, I'm, I'm also
3: ban- I'm also banned by Facebook, which
0: is my uh, like my badge yeah, of he, honor that he, I'm banned he, by he, Facebook. He, he, oh, good <laughs> for you! He, he's well, the outlaw of the group. That's true.
4: Yeah, Jim has a site um, <laughs> WoodstockWhisper.info.
3: Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Where he documents all things Woodstock, and
1: and beyond, for,
4: and beyond, and for our listeners who. Mm. Do not check out the site. You won't find it on his, on our Facebook page because like he said, his, his website is banned from Facebook, <laughs> but there, we, we do allow him to post on our site and it there's some, allow, hits, yes. and, there, and there's, and there's some winks and some nods to the actual <laughs> website, which is uh, WoodstockWhisper.info. Oh, Well, that is,
1: here. that is a badge oh. of honor being banned from Facebook. I and I take it that way
3: exactly.
4: Yeah, they, they, and, they, and, they, and, and to mention it again, we're talking to Mick Richards, who created the film Creating Woodstock. Mm-hmm. We we with the help from other people who we've named throughout the episode. Very important people. Very important people. Yeah,
1: you know, I, I could I could never understand why, uh, you know, why the Oscars and the Emmys like that. You know, they, they don't highlight the uh the people who you never hear about. You know, um you, you get an Oscar and you thank this person, that person, but you know, there's a guy production assistant getting you the copy and everything else. And these these sure. people that these people that I that not, not that these people are APs for me, but or PAs to me, but uh this like I said before, if it wasn't for Eric Morris, if it wasn't for Paul, Barry, and Kristen, this thing would be sitting right on my computer right now and for me and my family to enjoy. Uh, they brought it to life. And, you know, I I, I want to give all the credit where credit is due. I had this vision. I I did my job, but they they all kind of brought it together. They, you know, we worked as a team and I can't thank them enough. And I really, you know, you guys are going to edit this, but people we, need we, to know this. we we will oh, no, edit we'll it.
4: That. However, we we keep most of the important content. We keep all the important content in. We get rid of the hums and the haws, <laughs> and and the calls. Yeah, we, get,
0: we get rid of where I where I go off track. You know, we get rid of that. You know,
4: and and where and where so we, we interrupt each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. This this has been a pleasure yes it's uh, such we, we've a pleasure, enjoyed mick. we've enjoyed the last two and a half uh, hours
0: um, i'm going to get your number mick i'm going to send you uh, a text like when we get out of here just so that you're in my phone
1: that's great i mean i had i had a wonderful time with you fine
4: people and uh, we had so we had fun too and thank you very much for your time mick richards yeah well,
1: thank thank you thank- very much and we'll be in touch
5: I pulled into Nazareth. I was feeling about half past dead. I just need to find some place where I can lay my head. Hey, Mister, can you tell me where a man might find a bed? He just grinned and shook my hand. No was all he said. the Lord of Take a load for free, take a load off fast, and you put the load right 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 on me. I picked up my bag, I went looking for a place to hide. I saw Carmen and the devil walk inside the side. I said, Hey Carmen, come on, let's go downtown. She said, Well, I gotta go, but my friend can stick around. Take a load off, Fatty. Take a load for free. Take a load off, Fatty. More than there ain't nothing that you can say. It's just old Luke and Luke's waiting on a judgment day. Well, Luke, my friend, what about Young and He said, "Do me a favor, son. Won't you stay and keep us Santa Lee, company?" Take a load off, Thank you very much, thank you. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, the band.
4: We could have to convince them, (laughs)
5: ladies and gentlemen, the band.
0: And that's our show, Keep the Dream Flowing, a Woodstock 1969 podcast, was produced and edited by Scott Parker. Your hosts were Jack Lekensky, Johnny Hudson, Aaron Shear, Jim Shelley, and Scott Parker. Keep the Dream Flowing, a Woodstock 1969 podcast is not associated in any way with Woodstock Ventures or any of its entities. Come and check us out on our Facebook page. The group is called Keep the Dream Flowing where we keep you updated on various things that we're doing and give you a heads up when there's a new episode coming, so check that out. On behalf of all of us here at Keep the Dream Flowing, this is Scott Parker saying thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.